Hey, podcast listeners, hope you're doing well, and I hope you are winning contracts. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a minute to share something with you that's working for our clients. Our federal access knowledge base is helping companies win contracts every single day. I regularly get emails from members thanking us and saying things like, hey, I just won a $2 million contract. Many of you have seen a video that Chris Danback shot for us at GovCon. Chris won two contracts totaling $30 million. One of our members emailed me this morning and said, the turning point that opened my eyes was using federal access to establish a professional and systematic business development and RFP process. I've now won two contracts worth $480,000. Federal access is helping a lot of companies win. It can help you too. So here's the deal. I have a special offer for you. Visit federal-access.com forward slash game changers today and get started for just $29. You're going to get access Access to a digital copy of the government sales manual, over 70 strategy videos, more than 30 webinars, 300 documents and templates, and one of my favorite pieces is SME support. So when you run into any issue, any challenge at all, you can email me directly for help. So go check out the special offer today at federal-access.com forward slash game changers. The link is in the description below the podcast. So go check that out today, federal-access.com forward slash game changers so you can get started for just $29 today. Now let's hop into this episode. The big question is this, if government contracting is supposed to be so easy, why do so many companies fail to win even a single contract while others dominate the market? That's the question and this podcast will give you the answers. In today's episode, you go one-on-one with best-selling author and master business coach Michael Lejeune to learn exactly how to take your government contracting business to the next level. I want to talk to you today about a topic that I don't think we talk enough about, and that is how to, number one, stay motivated, but number two, how to get your motivation back when you lose it. And we don't always lose it in in a big way. Sometimes it's something small. So I'll, I'll give you an example. So last week, I was actually on kind of a mini vacation. We took four days to kind of drive around the country, left Illinois, went through Indiana, Kentucky, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia. Alabama, Tennessee, uh, you know, and then and then back home. And so on this road trip, we were kind of looking at places we wanted to live because we know after my daughter graduates, we want to move from Illinois somewhere in the country. And my wife and I can't really agree on where the somewhere is. So we decided to take some time on spring break and go visit a few cities and see if anything kind of jumped out at us. As we're driving around, I'm, you know, thinking about business because that's just what I do and thinking about the things I have to do and you know, every morning in the hotel and every evening in the hotel, kind of checking email, getting caught up. And I got to tell you, one of the things that jumped out at me was I'm kind of living this dream where I'm able to just say, hey, we're going to go take a vacation. We're going to drive around the country. And my business is mobile enough that I'm able to do this and really not even skip a beat. So I'm uh, again, I'm staying in touch with customers. I'm responding. Most people didn't even have a clue that I was gone because I was so connected with everything again, in the morning and the evening. And, and I watched my email during the day to make sure there was nothing, you know, kind of getting away from me or anything like that. So I'm, I'm going through this and I'm enjoying it and I'm really enjoying the time off. And I don't know if you're like me, I'm going through and we're driving every single day for several hours a day to go through all those particular states and looking at the cities and I get home and I'm exhausted. And so it wasn't that I got up on Monday and felt like, hey, I don't want to go to work because 
you know, I've been on vacation. It was, I'm just exhausted. And for no particular reason other than, hey, I've, I've been driving, I've been doing this stuff, and now I've got to come back and start getting in that mode again, get behind my desk, start doing the, the normal routine. And my brain just didn't want any part of it. Like like any part of it this morning, I didn't want to do it. I um, you know my body didn't want it. You know my body's kind of adjusting from being on different beds and then coming home being on my bed, and so just kind of in that fog, you know. And so again, it was nothing that bad happened in the company or anything like that. It was just I just didn't want to be here this morning. So I didn't want to. Re- record a podcast this morning. And so, you know, what do you do when you have that going on in your brain? And some people say, well, you just fight through it and sit behind your desk and just make it work. And for me, I'd be miserable, just miserable. So I I did come in, I had a couple of quick things that needed to get done. And then I said, look, I'm just going to push away from the desk. I'm going to go do anything other than work, really. And so for me, I know this is going to sound silly and it it is what it is. I've got like lower back pains and stuff like that. So for me, a hot shower or even, you know, sitting in the tub and just kind of soaking my bones helps me kind of like get refreshed a little bit, clear my brain. Uh, You know, you don't, um, you don't typically have your phone in the shower, that sort of thing. So a nice hot shower is always a really great thing for me because I can put the phone aside. I can go and kind of get refreshed with my body a little bit. And then uh, this morning I tried that, didn't work, went and laid down, took a quick nap. (laughs) I mean, like 1030 in the morning on a Monday and I'm like, man, I need a nap because I'm just not getting it. Just not getting it this morning. And you know what? That was what what really got me moving this morning was I just laid down, closed my eyes for like 15 minutes and I'd done the other stuff. And that was the thing that sparked something in me that said, okay, you feel a little better. You've kind of refreshed your brain. And I know I should have been refreshed after a full night's sleep, but I wasn't, you know, because I'd been thinking about all this stuff, but I just had to purposefully check out. And that was the thing. I just had to purposefully check out from the business and go spend a few minutes not doing anything, you know, get rid of the phone, get rid of any access to anything going on and just check out for a bit. And even though I had been home for a little while, you know, for a couple of days from the trip, I still hadn't checked out. And so I really had to just purposely check out and forget this stuff and just kind of get re-energized this morning. It's not always that simple. For me, sometimes it's, you know, going for a walk or getting on the treadmill or going for a drive or even going grocery shopping because I like going to the store. I like grocery shopping. And so sometimes just going grocery shopping or something like that will get me motivated or, you know, looking at a project that I want to do and saying, okay, well, maybe there's some supplies I need or whatever it may be. And kind of going to the store to get those supplies. Um, I just, I like those things. I kind of like people watching and being out in the public and doing that kind of stuff. And so just doing things I love, you know, one of the things um, that really energizes me is I'll put my headphones on and I'll just start writing. You know, I've written four books now. I'm working on other books and sometimes just putting the headphones on blaring the music and writing about something just kind of gets me motivated. It gets me in a zone. So when I lose my motivation, I look for things that are going to take my brain out of the picture here. So whatever I'm thinking about, I need to stop thinking about. So what's some quick ways to do that? And I've given you a couple already, but you know, exercise is always a great one. So whatever your exercise is, um, you know, some people, you know, like biking and hiking and walking and running and going to the gym and all those kind of things. But sometimes if it's too routine, so like if every morning you get up, say at 730 and you go to the gym and you do your normal workout, that may not work for you. So instead of doing that, maybe you got to go to a different 
separate gym that day or maybe you have to go for a walk outside and mix it up because if you're in your routine it's very easy for your brain to follow its normal pattern and that's essentially what we're looking for here is a pattern interrupt we're looking for something that will interrupt your normal daily pattern that will set you on a new course and so again it can be really simple stuff and so like for me my normal pattern is not to get up get a shower and you know then go into the office my normal routine is get up go downstairs grab a diet coke and something to eat and then go sit behind my computer and catch up on email that's where i typically start my day when i am able to interrupt that pattern and inject something new or different to it it causes your brain to give more attention to that than it was the thing that you're thinking about so for me i'm thinking about all the tasks that i need to do to get caught up and so now my brain is off of that and off of any stress or anxiety or whatever you want to call it and it's on to this new thing because like let's say i'm going for a walk there's several trails around here but there's a couple that i don't do very often so if i go to one of those i've got to be looking at my surroundings and which way am i going to go and all this and and you know you're just looking at all the scenery and all that kind of stuff and you're taking it in and it's allowing your brain to have this pattern interrupt that helps refresh it and restart it so it's kind of like rebooting your brain because again you're taking it out of this you know this uh this pattern that you normally have where you're almost on autopilot and that's what can almost be depressing for a lot of people so when you're struggling with the motivation to get up go to work or to work in your business and and you whether it's financially related or whether it's just hey it's just the grind and i'm just tired it's usually your brain saying hey you need a reboot i mean that's as simple as it is your brain is telling you you need a reboot if you are depressed in the business if you've got um some sort of anxiety or some other challenges going on it's not always directly related to what's going on it's just your brain is in overload typically that's what i found you know, everybody can have different different things that they see um, with their body. But for me, I know that my body and my brain is in some sort of overload and it could just be something really, really simple. And that's why I'm saying for me, it could be, you know, going get a quick shower, taking a quick nap, going for a walk, playing a video game, driving my car, whatever it may be. Something simple can help break that pattern and do that reboot for you. You know, you don't always need another vacation after your vacation although it feels like that sometimes. So so just look for those signs that, hey, your brain is telling you you need a reboot. So let me go back to the other point here and talk about this. So how do we stay motivated more of the time? So how do we avoid what I just talked about where you hit this burnout phase, you find yourself in overload a lot? Well, the, the fastest way to avoid that is to periodically, whether it's weekly or every other week, work in different things into your routine. If you constantly work new things into your routine, it's kind of like you're rebooting your brain once a week or once every, every other week instead of once every six months. And that's very beneficial to do it more frequently because your brain just needs that. Your brain needs a reset more than your computer does. You just need to do that with your brain. And so if you work in those things where you're like, hey, you know what? This Friday, I am not going to schedule any appointments this Friday. I'm going to come into work late and, you know, I'm going to go out to lunch and maybe I'm going to go, you know, do this other task, you know, 
know, this fun thing that I want to do. Or I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to play hooky on Thursday and I'm going to go to the movies. I'm going to go to the earliest movie they have and see that. Or I'm going to, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it is you like to do. So, you know, that those are simple things that can allow you to reset your brain. It keeps you more motivated in the business and it just keeps you happier in general. You know, maybe there's something you want to do with your kids or your spouse or whatever it may be. You know, those are all things that you can do. You know, my, my kids are at an age where two of them are out of school and one of them gets out of school very early right now. And so I could take them to a late lunch or something or an early dinner. You know, there's all kinds of cool things that I could do. So if you work those things into your routine and just mix them up, they never become like a, a set pattern. But you be, but what happens is you start to look forward to those things. Those things start to you know refresh your brain all the time. And the, the pattern, if you will, is that you're constantly refreshing yourself. And so people just don't work that in. You've got to plan the downtime just like you've got to plan other things that you have. We spend so much time figuring out our work schedule, but we don't figure out enough time to, uh, as they say, sharpen the saw, right? So you got to just get your brain mentally sharp all the time. So another thing that I highly recommend, and we've talked about this in our books, we talk about it on the podcast all the time, and I just want to remind you here today is to really celebrate your wins, the big ones and the small ones. So if you accomplished everything on your calendar by lunch today, how are you going to reward yourself for that? Even if it's something small, how are you going to reward yourself for that? I've had all kind of little ways that I do that in the past where when I had a pool table, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go shoot a game of pool by myself because I just liked it. It's something I enjoyed. I bought this car that I really, really love a couple years ago. And so if I finish early, maybe I'll go for a drive. You know, that that's something really, really simple that you can do. Then there's other things like, hey, I know that I have this big goal in the company. And if we hit our quarterly goal, then we're going to take our family on a vacation. And so let's say you hit the goal. Well, one of the things you do is you sit down and you book the vacation, book the vacation. You know, don't, don't just put this off. You know, another thing is if you're, if you're going through the quarter and it looks like you're going to hit the goal, why don't you do a little research on the destination you're going to on vacation and figure out some fun things you're going to do. So it's not necessarily booking the vacation yet, but you're kind of investing more in the idea of that vacation at this point. You could even roll it back further and say, look, maybe I'm not, uh, I don't even know where I'm going on vacation yet. So maybe one of the things is if I hit my milestone after Q1, I'm going to narrow it down to three date vacation destinations. Then after milestone two, I'm actually going to choose the vacation destination. Then milestone number three, which is the actual goal, maybe then I'll book the vacation. So there's ways to celebrate along the way so that you're not waiting till the end of the year. I, I see too many times where people wait till the end of the year and they go, hey man, we had a great year. So let's celebrate. Let's do a bonus and let's do this and that and whatever. And you've waited a whole year to celebrate. Why do that? I celebrate on a weekly basis, almost a daily basis sometimes of, hey, we had a great week this week. So I'm making a steak dinner. Um, One of the things that I made over the holidays that I've, I've actually done since then is make tomahawk steaks. I love these tomahawk steaks and it's funny. You guys are going to laugh. I get them from Walmart. They have these amazing tomahawk steaks at at the Walmart close by. And so that's one of the things we cook is tomahawk steaks. And that's just just celebrate a really great week. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like, hey, we we checked six items off of our our goal list this week. But for us, it was like, man, what did we close? Like four or five clients this week? Oh, we got, you know, 30 new members or whatever the thing is, right? They were like, wow, we just had a really great week and I'm really proud of the team. And and so, you know, this is is what we're going to do this week to celebrate that. And so again, they don't have to be huge 
huge things, but you need to be celebrating along the way. You need to enjoy your business. And look, even if you're in a bad place in your business right now, so let's say things aren't going well. And even though things aren't going well, you're making progress. Things are getting a little bit better. There's a little bit of light at the tunnel. Celebrate that. Celebrate the small wins because it's the small wins that compound to make up the really big victory at the end. So if you want to avoid the burnout, you celebrate those wins as much as possible and you just have fun with it. You enjoy it and you realize, hey, I am I am in charge of my life. I'm in charge of this direction. And look, things are going well and I need to have some fun because guess what? You're in charge of having fun and celebrating that stuff for yourself. So if this is something you struggle with, hear it from me today. You have permission to celebrate your wins. I'll say that again. You have permission to celebrate your wins. So go do it. Go have some fun. Stay motivated by celebrating your wins, even if they're really, really small things. Take care of yourself. Take care of your mind. Stay sharp and you will avoid burnout. And if you hit burnout, I gave you several tricks earlier, but the simplest thing is you got to create a pattern interrupt so you can sharpen your mind, get fresh and get back to business. And even if you do have to take the day off, it's better you take a day off and go and recharge than to keep going when you're only at 20, 30, 50% of your normal capacity. So go and recharge and then come back ready to just take on the world. So go do that. If you have questions, you know how to reach me as always. Take care. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Game Changers for Government Contractors. For a full list of episodes and other resources, be sure and check us out on the web at www.rsmfederal.com slash gamechangers.